If you haven't heard it from me yet, let me be the one to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year from me to you and yours. I hope you have a great 2023 in advance. Some people are calling it the GOAT year. If you know, you know. <laughs> Let's get it. And like the urban poet Clifford Smith said at the end of that classic poem, Ice Cream, before he hops into the limo, Messi beaucoup, wee oui, wee, oui, bonbons, and all that good stuff. The good stuff. And with that out of the way, welcome back to the Av Podcast, where I start the year off with Montreal's own former NBA veteran and current GM of the Montreal Alliance for the Canadian Elite Basketball League, Mr. Joel Anthony. He opts on the show to discuss his role to his current position of GM of the Alliance and what it is to build on the basketball culture of the 514, his thoughts on the current NBA players representing Mount Real, uh, plus we get into the conversation of the meaning of sacrificing, the issue retired athletes may run into once their career is over, and how we navigated those waters. Plus we discuss who he thinks has that championship aura so far in the NBA, Um <laughs> Plus, he also answers my question in terms of if Golden State could have gotten got back in 2017. You'll understand why soon. And a lot more than that. Come along for this ride on the app. Hit that like and subscribe button, that favorite button, whatever it takes to subscribe to the show. And I think I'm deserving of that five-star love. You think I deserve that five-star love. So I don't see why we can't, we can't make this happen. Click on those five stars for me, please. And, th and thank yous. Thank yous. Thank yous. And check out SashaRav.com for the catalog, especially if you want to go deep diving into the catalog. And check out some of my favorite and classic episodes from all of my shows. This was originally recorded literally right after the World Cup Finals. So you'll understand why we were still so lit off the Messi and the Mbappe performances that we literally just witnessed at that point. All right, so this is right before the holidays. It's the Av Podcast with Cal C on SashaRav Radio. Also, let me let me before we begin, if you want to watch this episode and you want to throw it up on the big screen or any of your devices, head over to my South Sharav YouTube channel. Just type in South Sharav and go from there. It'll be hyperlinked in the in the episode description as well. All right. Let's work. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharav Radio. Uh, welcome to the Av Podcast. Uh, my next guest is a former NBA veteran, two-time NBA champion, Montreal's finest. You know, once upon a time we used to call him Warden, we still do, but now we got to call him GM. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, Mr. Joel Anthony. How you doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me over here. Yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt. Like I said before, man, we you know we were just talking offline about the about the World Cup. You know the stars came out for that one, man. Like, it's that's what can you expect? I mean, that's you can't expect anything better than that. I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been an amazing World Cup. Like, I'm I'm a casual soccer fan, and to uh, to kind of see all see all the different games and how close everything was, and uh, you know, obviously, like you see the upsets too, and you know, the, this is what it's about. But that final. Um, you know that that was the, that was incredible. Like you see, like the two stars, like both showed up, and you know, like like both were obviously like huge in carrying their team. You know, like Messi being able to uh, come out with the uh, with the win and having those two goals, and Mbappe with the uh, with the hat trick, and you know, willing this team like all the way, you know, to to the wire. It was like it was it was amazing. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching it. 
Yo, that that second goal by Mbappe again, man. That that shit was absurd, man. <laughs> if, <laughs> that yeah. shit was absurd. I told you, I, I had to catch myself. Like I was going crazy when when he oh, scored. Oh, I was done. I, I was, was <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I can't remember last time I was I was that excited. Like just watching, just watching sports. Yeah, as a, fan. a sporting event. Period. Was, I know. Yeah. Even my family was like, "Yo, you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm like, <laughs> no, man. Like this game is crazy." Yeah, this, game, yeah. this game is wild. I'm like, I gotta go get an Mbappe shirt now, man. Like shit. Right. <laughs> that 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 shit was crazy. I mean, again, the guy's so young too. Like, I don't man, that that was that was incredible. But that's right. a, nothing what nothing more you could expect, right? It's like yeah, you got your stars to perform. Everybody did their thing, you know, Mbappe lost, but you mean you how can you perform better in a loss? You right. know, and one of the greatest ever, you know, finally gets that, you know, gets that gets that trophy. You know, caps his career off. You know, even though he still has some years to go, but you know, the results was amazing. <laughs> I can't yeah, ask yeah, for anything you, you better. Yeah, you you can't ask for more. Like this is definitely, you know, going down as you know, like like one 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 of the great World Cups. You know, to be able to watch and uh, like like we said, like like the final was definitely something that you know, kind of you know that the, that's the you know it's the end. So like like right yeah. there, like if you like how you finish is. You know, obviously the most important thing and like to see a World Cup end like that with that type of game, um, you know, like, like maybe outside of, you know, like having penalty kicks, but still like it was, you know, there was, you know, they, they scored like six goals, you know, uh, between the two of them, you know, before that. So it was uh, you, you really couldn't couldn't ask for more and all the storylines and everything like they they all lined up well. So it was, uh, you know, uh, it was it was definitely, you know, like amazing, amazing World Cup. And then Team Canada was finally in it, right? <laughs> you know, we yeah. had the first time in what, like forty, was it thirties, thirty-six years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Finally yeah. got a chance to represent. But I mean, shoot, you know, from what I'm being told, I'm I'm a casual soccer fan too, so I'm not even gonna sit there act like I'm a pro at this. But right, but I know, um, but everybody's telling me like, yo, the, you know, as long as we can keep funding them properly, like we're coming too. Yeah, you know, so yeah, like, like the, this is, you know, and obviously there's, there's, there's always so much excitement, you know. So like for, for, for us, you know, as a country in Canada, like there's so much excitement for, for the World Cup. You see around, everyone's watching it, and you know, but we've always been watching it, but really been on the outside, you know, mm -hmm. looking in. So you know, to finally have a team there, where we're like, okay, like we actually have our team here, you know, and so you know, when when Canada's plays, like our, you know, like people in Canada will actually have like their Canadian flags, like to yeah. represent. Where, whereas usually it's just you know like all, all the other countries because you know such a big uh, you know especially in Toronto like such a big uh, mm -hmm. you know multi multicultural city like you see you know flags for everywhere so like depending on the game like you'll yeah. see you know all these different <laughs> flags but hey, everyone you know still loves the game but yeah. you know to to have to, to have our own country you know uh, over there is, is definitely great um, you know and it, it's it's just the start. You know, it's just the beginning now of, uh, you know, try, trying to get on to a, a consistent, you know, level with uh, with the rest of the world. No, absolutely. And, and where's my manners, man? I, 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 you know, you're you're at home. I got to make you feel at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where's my manners, man? I got to make yeah. you feel comfortable, man. You know, we're, right. not, we're not in person. So, you know, I can't give you juice or, <laughs> or a glass of liquor or anything. But I got to make you right. feel at home at least. Exposed fitting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Need that. I, I, I definitely I still have still have mine. Um, I still, I was still have a, a couple of them, uh, in the, in the closet, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, that's a must, that, uh, that, that's a must, you know, funny story. I was, when, when, when I first got to the league, it was the one thing that I would cons consistently buy, 
where like every store I, I look for every expos for this I could find. I was like, oh, I have a little bit of money and I could represent my city like elsewhere. I was I was buying every Xbox that was out there. I go to every lids uh, that I find. It was something I didn't have. I was trying to order them online. Mm-hmm. I was like I was I was everywhere uh, with that. I'd, I'd always have it on, and like so, some people recognize it, and and they don't understand that some people ask, and know that they know, and like even though the team wasn't there, like it, it's always you know it's definitely a sense of pride for us still for Montreal to be able to to have that, you know, and that's what I think. You know, in sports, like, like people want, you know, people want to to be able to be represented, have something that they could hold on to. For sure. And, you know, like, look, the team's been gone for how long? And, like, you know, everyone's still, you know, they they, they still wear those well, those uh, those fittings because it, it means something to them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. It, it, there, there's nowhere in this world I can go without having at least one of these somewhere. You know what I mean? Even though I don't right. wear hats the same way anymore, I still have to have, like, a couple of expos paraphernalia. There, there was a point I went crazy. I don't know if you can see this, but it was a point I went crazy and I started getting Montreal stuff too. Oh, wow. I don't wow. know if you can see that. Oh, okay. MLS fact, team. I think they're defunct now, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, but like, yeah, man, you, you know, you got to represent, you know, home, man, no matter where you go. And, and, and we said if I leave Toronto, I'm like, I'll have a few more Toronto stuff too, but... Nothing beats the Montreal Expos logo. Nothing beats that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, nothing beats that. But but first of all, let me let me congratulate you on on becoming the GM of the Montreal Lions for for the Canadian Elite Basketball League. You know, first thank and you, foremost, thank you. yeah, man. So like, let's talk it. Let's take it back to the beginning, man. How, how did that? How did that even get started for you? Like, what was the process for that? Like, how did that even become a uh, thing where you went from oh, there's a there's a position, okay, whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, we're here right now talking about your first year. Yeah, like it wasn't even the the position. Like I remember, I, I joined the the CBL in uh, when they had the bubble in uh, yeah. 2019. So when uh, when when COVID hit, uh, you know, the, the league didn't want to stop. They wanted to keep momentum, so they they're able and were, were successful with it. You know, they 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 had a bubble. You know, first mm-hmm. team in North America to to have that, and so. Um, when I joined then, I remember, you know, hearing from a couple people like, oh, like we heard like, you know, Montreal might have a team like you, you need to, you know, like, like get involved with that. And I was like, I'm, I'm just getting involved with the league. I was with Hamilton at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, the bubble you know, was in St. Catharines, if I remember. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah I remember it was that. over in St. Catharines. And, uh, you know, and like, like that's when, you know, like I first even heard about it, you know, just from someone, uh, uh, randomly. And then, you know, uh, at, at the end of that season, you know, hearing, uh, you know, he, hearing a little bit more uh, about the buzz with, uh, uh, you know, with the team coming, I, I made sure, you know, I spoke to uh, the, the commissioner. I talked to Mike Morelli uh, and, you know, I just said, like, look, I, I'm not sure, you know, what, what your plans are, but, you know, with, you know, with the potential team, you know, going to Montreal, you know, I, I'd like to be involved, you know, and so, uh, obviously, like you know, I had a relationship, you know, being being involved in the CBL already, and uh, you know, we it was just a matter of you know seeing how that was going to be able to work, you know, what what we'd be able to do, and um, and so the the conversation started to you know kind of you know we started to get into you know some of that 
um, you know, throughout throughout the season, just you, yeah. know, you know, here and there, just small, you know, conversation. Obviously, I was still, you know, very much focused on what I had to do in Hamilton. But you know, words started getting around, and I even had like some of my players in Hamilton, like, "Hey, like, we need to talk. Like, we heard something about like Montreal, like you." And obviously, everyone's you know gonna you know yeah. think to at least associate me with that. But course, yeah. um, as we got deeper into the uh into the talks, it was um. You know, we, we, there were some talks about ownership and then, you know, the league ended up uh, taking it over um, and the GM position just seemed to be the one that made the most sense, you know. Yeah. So uh, it, it was it was big for me to, you know, be a part of uh, this organization. But, you know, my reasons were, you know, I wanted to be able to help our basketball culture in Montreal and I yeah. wanted to do something that I'd be able to change. And I wanted to be able to have an opportunity to give back. And this was the best way that. No, I saw myself being able to do that, you know, being involved um, and being hands on in, uh, you know, the beginning of, of another pro team in, in our city. Uh -huh. And, and I, I also had a lot of faith in the league. Uh, I, I felt it was it was being run uh, the, the right way. And I think for that, we at least had that foundation of, you know, a solid league that was continuing to grow. Yeah. And it just made uh, a, a lot of sense, and so, you know, we ended up uh, uh, selling on a on a GM position uh, for me, and you know, uh, you know, uh, Annie Lacroche, who was uh, who, who's our VP now, um, you know, she she was you know doing a lot of uh, a lot of the the, the 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 work beforehand, and you know, so getting a chance to to, to join her kind of on this. Uh, you know, journey and, and working with her through this process has been, you know, ha has been great, you know, so, you know, they, uh, you know, was very thankful for the opportunity, you know, she, uh, you know, she, she definitely wanted, wanted me involved, the league wanted, uh, you know, felt it was a good fit as well. And so it, it really worked out, um, you know, the timing of it uh, as well. And, and, you know, and as a GM, you get a chance to be like the architect, you know what I mean? To to basically kind of see the vision, you know, be in the face of seeing the vision through for this for this franchise. Like what what parts of it did you do you love the most from it so far? Uh there's there's so many. I, I think the like one just like having, you know, my my kind of and like my long-term goals and understanding what they could possibly be mm -hmm. and knowing that, you know we could do things to, you know, to, to achieve that. And, and just knowing those things are possible is, is what, you know, excites me because it's something that I feel will, will be able to change and we'll be able to help and we'll be able to inspire, mm -hmm. um, you know, our, uh, our, the basketball fans, the basketball players, and, you know, like basically our basketball community in, in, in that city, like that really uh, excited me. And, uh, um, it was, it was also, but you know, this is also a like, huge learning piece, you know, yeah. for me, like I've, I've never been part of, you know, a front office before when I was in Hamilton, I was, um, you know, just trying to, it was really mostly in the bubble, uh, the first year, um, you know, I was working kind of, uh, just kind of shadowing, uh, our, our GM there, uh, Jermaine Anderson, yeah. who I played with, um, rock as well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> shout out to rock. 
Um, but you know, because like I knew I wanted to get involved, and so all this was was going to be new. So it was just yeah. about I think the process of of learning everything, and you know, you know, still you know so much stuff that you you have to learn, and you know, I just kind of had myself just thrown into you know just thrown into the fire with it. But it's uh, the, the the process is what's been, been you know just exciting for me because there's so much, and but but I love you know like all of it. It's been a lot of work, you know, very mm -hmm. time consuming um to to get all this stuff done but it's you know like for me it, it, it's it's always it's always worth it you know i've found something that i i enjoy outside of playing yeah. and that i love to do you know outside of playing which i think is the biggest thing you know especially especially as a, as a retired athlete you know to mm -hmm. to find something else that you really want to do um you know where you're like you know just how we where you play, you say like, oh, I'll do this for free. I'll just play like, you know, if if if, if there was, you know, like, like a ball and a, and a basket, they like you go out there and play. Like, mm -hmm. like even this stuff, um, you know, that, that I'm doing now, like I'm I do it because like there there's so much more to it. Like I, I love to do it. I'm loving to learn like uh, all these different things, and I love the the opportunity to be able to help um, on on the other end uh, in my city. So. Yeah it's uh it's really been great and, and from you know from your days of playing like what what would you say that you took from like your playing experience that translates to your role here even though i know this is like your first time doing it uh you know there's there's some stuff that i feel i i would do just naturally because i've been in those situations so like i don't even know that i'm 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 at actually doing it you know because i as a professional i basically grew up you know in miami you know my first right. seven years were in miami so that whole you know everything people talk about you know heat culture and, and how they go about like that's all i knew you know right. like to me like that was the nba and then when i leave and i understand oh like there's you know these organizations really are different like i've heard like the vets tell me about how things are in, in mm -hmm. different parts of the league and you know you don't know until you're there, you're there. and you know i i just uh just like like my experiences from you know understanding uh like one culture and how things were done you know obviously as a player you're not looking at it from from the same lens but still like understanding kind of what the front office was trying to do you know with us and um you know wanting to incorporate uh some of those things into you know the the team that the that we have here in uh in montreal and yeah. you know finding different ways to be able to do that you know and so to for me i think the biggest thing is um you know using those experiences to help uh lay a foundation you know and and that's uh you know what, what i'm working on right now um uh, you know as, as a priority to you know lay down a proper foundation so you know we could build this um the right way and the CBL is, is growing so far because, like, you had, you know, of course, the, the Scarborough shooting stars, they sell off the season tickets because, you know, they had J. Cole and everything else. But the league mm -hmm. final as well, which was really entertaining. Like, I watched that final, man. I was I was I was actually really impressed with the with the with the talent level. Um, you know, what do you think this league is, is going in just in terms of its future? You know, because it's, it's some good quality ball. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think the league is definitely going in the right direction. It's definitely trending up. Um, it's uh, it's shown to have you know like a very good amount of 
amount of talent in it mm-hmm. um you know we've had players that have you know had any uh nba experience uh you know really good quality g league players really good quality overseas players yeah that have been able to play it's fiba certified you you see everything is you know official it's done well it's still you know it's still growing though yeah like, for sure you know, there, there's still a lot of work that that has to be done but uh i think because it's also very unique the fact that is in the summertime mm-hmm. you you don't have that anywhere else like like where you could have like you know you might have to go i don't know like maybe in south america you have uh one or two leagues that you you could play in the summertime but mm-hmm. um you know i, I think our, our league for the summertime like you're really not going to find any better like really competitive uh uh basketball like high level like outside of like your national team yeah. You know, like, like that's really, you know, like, like that's really it, you know, you have NBA summer league, but you know, that that's, 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 that's like still different. Days, right? You know, you have like, yeah, you have like, you know, like 20, 20 guys on a team and, mm-hmm. you know, like guys aren't always playing. There's, there's different things that are going on. And so, um, uh, it's, it's definitely not the same. Right. Um, you know, but for, for a league, you know, uh, I think, uh, we have something special and, and unique and, uh, it, it's like a, it's like a really nice boutique, you know, shop. If you think about it like mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's being built up and it's starting to, you know, it's getting a buzz and, you know, like you see it and oh, okay, like they, they have some really nice food there. It's not the huge chain or anything yeah. like that, but you know, a lot of people are wanting to go there, you know, right. and it's, it's really building up. So, um, I think the, the trajectory of the league is, is, is going up and, um, there, you know, there, there's continued to be, uh, you know, a, a lot more support as, uh, it, it continues to develop. Um, and, you know, just, um, really happy to be a part of it. And you open down the line, there would be something like, you know, maybe like a streaming contract. So you could get to see some more games. Like, like for me, I don't live in Montreal anymore, but you know, like to be able to watch some of the games, it'd be cool to like, you know, get like maybe like a streaming package or something together. This is for advice for the league, not necessarily. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, 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 you you can see uh see the games now. Like like, like our our games are are, are streamable. You you can go onto uh you know the CBL on, uh, website, the CBL website. Yeah, uh, use uh, CBL Plus. Um, you could uh you know register uh, over there, and then whenever they have games, like they they will actually be you know like, be streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and like. Also, not even just that, like, we also have, like, games on, like, national TV, you know, yeah, like, games yeah, on, CBC, on, on CBC, um, and then depending on how you're able to, uh, you know, how, how every, you know, every region is different, you know, we're, we're very fortunate uh, to uh, partner up with uh, RDS. And yeah. you know, we were able to have uh, our, our games streamed on 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 RDS, and yeah. also we were able to, to to get some TV games on there as well. Um, you know, so you know the the potential you know for for that is is definitely big to do more with uh you know with with, with streaming and with you know getting our you know getting that product out there to uh you know uh the the rest of the fans and you know the and but this is why i say like like this league is is really growing you know because it's, it's being done the right way you know getting like really good you know quality uh partnerships and um it, it shows that you know we're, we're we're going in the right direction yeah and, and for me like um you know i, I see you as a, as a success story because and not just because of the stuff you did with the nba because you know, I say that you have plans to make moves outside of the sport, you know, that you've played and, you know, and, and you see a lot of times where that's not the case with a lot of former athletes, right? Like 
for you, like, what's the biggest challenge you see from your point of view that all athletes struggle with when it comes to, you know, when they retire from their sport? You know, for the ones you know or, you know, the ones that may still be in the league, like, what do you think is, like, the biggest challenges for guys that, you know, once they retire, it's like, what do I do now? How did I identify themselves as something other than just being a a player? Yeah, I, I think it's it's just finding your finding another passion, you know, mm-hmm. find another passion really. Not not, not just an interest because like an interest like could fade, but if you have a passion like that'll always uh, that'll always be there and um, you know something you really you you would really love to do. And I think because like it's so hard to to make it in the NBA and to make it as a, you know, just professional athlete. And you have to dedicate so much time and you have to sacrifice so much time um, that it is very easy to not put in, you know, the, the time of looking at what might be after, because you're so locked in into what you're doing. Right. Um, and, and so like a lot of times, like with the guys, like when it's done, like they're, they're like, Oh wait, it's, you know, it's over because, you know, most of the time it's, it's going to end usually like before you want it to. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's over. And then all of a sudden they're, they're, they're stuck and it's like, okay, like now I'm finished and I'm not ready for this. And so I think also the, the preparation that you're able to do beforehand where, okay, you're, you're, you're busy, you're doing all these things. And I know the NBA has, you know, like just now, like, like really started to uh, implement a lot more programs to provide this type of support, but, you know, finding different ways um, you know, the different options that could be available, you know, so the NBA now they have, you know, they, the, there's a real estate program, they have a broadcasting mm-hmm. uh, program, they have uh, an entre- entrepreneur program, a tech program, like all these different things that you could get involved with, where you go to, you know, maybe a seminar, you know, this is the, usually in, in the summertime in the off season, you know, you go to a seminar, um, you know, you're, you're able to interact with people like in that field yeah. and, you know, learn different things and just, you know, for, for people that have interest and in, in doing things outside of outside of basketball like that's i think one of the big things that will will help them you know to to be able to you know find something to do after where you you might be able be able to identify that interest or that passion and then mm-hmm. you could you could go there with it you know i, I had an interest in, in real estate so i took the you know i went to a real estate symposium um you know through, through the nba and it, it, it got me involved you know i started working towards towards a real estate license and you know that these are things that i wouldn't have done i would well i might not have known how to do on my own and, you know, so to be able to get that that assistance. And so it's a little bit harder for, you know, professional players overseas because, like, they don't have that same, same type of support. Right. But I would say, you know, still finding something that you are interested in, whether it's, um, you know, like in investing in entrepreneurship or you, you want interest in, in working in a different field. But taking some of that time to be able to do that is extremely important. Um you know, to, uh, you know, to, to do so that, you know, you're ready once it is time to, uh, to stop playing. Did they used to have that before though? Like, was that, was that, a, was that something that's implemented in the last like five, 10 years, like in terms of yeah. seminars and stuff? No, they, they, they did not. Like when I first came in the league, it was actually the one thing I was always asking for, you know, they'd ask really? like, well, like, like, what do you want to do? And, no, I was like, I'm not sure, but like, is, is there, but there was no programs for me to even look towards, look towards, you know, and the, it wasn't until like I was close to being done that, you know, they, they finally started. So like maybe around like 2017 or okay. like, like, like or around then 2016, um, 
they, they 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 started to you know come out with with, with different programs and you know the, the the players association now is you know like like it's, it's continued to grow like anything else but they they really put in like a lot of you know time effort resources into you know finding programs and finding ways to continue to help athletes while they're playing mm. so that they're prepared for when they're done and and after they're done you know or even players that you know that that, that have already retired and and gone on like they want to be able to bring them back and help them you know like it's about you know helping like our basketball community like right. that's that that's what it well, what, what it's really about you know so if you've had time in the nba like you're able to now have more resources to be able to help you you know, and so it, it is a little, like I said, harder, you know, for international players because they're trying to find a way, but it's still possible. You know, still Javon possible. Shepard is, you know, probably like the, the biggest example that I, I could think of where, you know, he's someone that as soon as he was done playing, like he played on the Canadian national team. He, you know, played overseas for, you know, uh, many, many years. years. And then when he was done immediately, like he was uh jumped right in he was doing real estate he was involved in broadcasting right now he's the gm and and vice president over at ottawa uh, with the blackjacks and the cbl yeah. you know he's he's you know just jumped into doing so many different things and you know that was just him taking you know the initiative, the initiative and taking the time to try and you know figure out where yes i'm working out and doing all these things but let me you know take a little bit of time out to you know just figure out what i might want to do after right and you know that 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 stuff uh just goes a really long way no which which makes sense and and i guess it, it maintains a brotherhood when you know that it, like the corporation that you're basically working for the league is basically helping you guys post-career to kind of stay in it or or just be involved because I, i'm assuming even with the real estate symposium it's like you know you're getting the best real estate professionals that's going to be there to give you guys advice right yeah like you're able to meet some you know uh you like you, you have one. Um, you know, you'll have other athletes that that that'll, that'll come in. So like Luol Deng, who's done like a lot in in, in real estate, you know, okay. w w was over there and he was talking to us about the different with, with his partner in terms of the different things that that, that he, he's done. You know, we'd have people that have had you know like success, and you know, if you know, we had uh, someone I think it was from with the Sotheby's, um, you know, but, but from different real estate companies that have come in and, you know, spoken to us uh, about this and, you know, taking us out on, you know, we, we did our own like little mini field trips where we, we, we go out and, and see, see a site and, you know, to, just to get an understanding of what goes into that process, you know, so, uh, that they, that they've, like I said, done a great job of finding that type of support, um, within the NBA and that they're continuing to find different ways to be able to do that. So I think it, um, the the league and the players association um is, is doing a great job to now make sure that you know players do have the support that they need so that that you know stigma of you know players like just not you know having anything to do after or not knowing what to do after you know will begin to change and it's funny because you mentioned luel dang like i've heard that before but it's with him but it's funny, like when guys kind of like when they they retire, they just fade, and you know we just think like, what are these guys doing? And it's like there's, it's kind of like same thing with music, where it's like the artists, you know, have a couple albums, they fade away, and we're thinking, ah, they're probably doing nothing or doing whatever, and you, you have no idea they could be doing all these different right. things 
they're, the they're, money that they're they made. They're writing. They're like, you know, yeah. they, they might, you know, so they might do something within their business, or they mm-hmm. might, you know, do something outside their business that you just don't hear about. Yeah, you know, but um, you know, you you do have uh, a lot of people that are looking to see, you know, how they could advance themselves, how they could continue to evolve. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to stop with, you know, just you know this one career that you've had that 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 you know may have been great, right. but you know, understanding that there is more out there. What's the best piece of advice that you've gotten once you stop playing, or what's the biggest lesson you've learned? I should say maybe. Uh. Biggest lesson I've learned. Um, I feel one of the biggest ones. Like I, it was, it was advice that I didn't take that I probably like. I understand why was to you know take some time. Um, and I don't think I fully did that. I think some of it was 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 forced on on me because of COVID. Because mm. that was the timing that I ended up uh, retiring, which yeah. kind of worked out. Yeah. Um, but you know, take time to kind of figure out what you what you want to do, um, because like after you're done, you know, you might not want to just jump right into something because especially if it's something where you might be putting in a lot of work and there's a lot of investment, like you want to be able to have some type of break after you know doing nothing but you know more mostly like just playing basketball for so yeah. long. You know, you want to be able to, you know, really figure out and know what you want to do going forward and have a bit of a game plan. Um, uh, I, I feel uh, I wanted to just kind of like jump into things and, you know, kind of ease my way into things, but COVID actually helped, you know, kind of slow things down yeah, a lot. Everybody. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like for, just like everyone else, you know, yeah. so it was no different than anyone else. And, uh, you know, that, uh, that to me, uh, uh, really helped. And, um, but the, the, the biggest thing I feel is always, you know, like do your work early, you know, so then not waiting until after, you know, to see like what you're, well, what you're going to do. It's, yeah. you know, do your work early. So, you know, that one, once, well, once you're done, you know, you have at least an idea, you know, but, uh, I would say probably one of the other things that was really big is just to you know be able to you know reach out you know i think players at times like they're not as willing to really you know go out and explore and you know because they don't know how to do that either you know because they never had to because someone was always there you know like helping them through the process or you know whatever the reason may be but you know to reach out to you know people that you know you have interest in in working with if you need help in certain things even though like they're done playing like you still have people that 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 will and are very willing you know to to be able to help like i've you know reached out to like a lot of different people throughout this process that i've been going through like it's not like i've just you know done this completely on my own like there's right. so many people that you know i've i've talked to text called you know met with you know just to help me understand um you know what it is i i need to do because i'm trying to figure all this out you know as i you know as i go and so you know if you're able to um you know and maybe even to the point where you, you know you're able to latch on to a mentor that could you know once you have a specific field that could help you through that process mm-hmm. you know that is something that's you know invaluable now in terms of like you know players reaching out and stuff or, or former players trying to reach out do you think it's like a pride thing in terms of like 
maybe that's why they don't want to ask for help or ask for advice uh, or some so some of it you know everyone's different some of it could yeah. be uh you know on you know a pride thing some of it um you know could just be like like they don't know like who to really you know who to really talk to and um you know some of it could be like uncertainty with uh with things there's you know the, the, there's a lot of different um you know reasons that you know someone might not you know do that and and, and just reach out and it, it also isn't something that unfortunately as much as everyone you know as, as players like we all talk you know talk to each other about everything you know yeah. like those are some of the things in terms of stuff to do after you know career-wise um you know, you know, business wise, you know, those are the things I feel like we don't talk about as much. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's probably something that, you know, not probably, it is something that has to, you know, that it has to change where it's like, well, like you're doing this in business. Well, like, let me know, like how you, how, like, like how you're like going about it or, you know, like, like, well, how, how'd you like get involved in this? And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times I think we're, you know, even though, you know, we're used to working in it and, as a team, but you know, a lot of our preparation and everything is done individually. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of, a lot of things that, that we do individually, we just kind of, I feel like keep to ourselves at times. And then, you know, you, you don't want to, whether it's pride and sometimes maybe it's embarrassment or, or you, you don't know how it's going to be received from everyone, anyone else, or you might perceive someone's doing it this way and they're doing it right. And you're doing it wrong or, you know, like, like vice versa, but you really don't know until you have those conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just being, uh, you know, willing to be be open and and believing that you know those conversations are are needed because I personally feel that it is. No one has all the answers. No, definitely not. And, and do you believe, like, especially in in this day and era, where I always call it like fast pace, um, with just how fast, like, you know, the world tries to have you moving? Do you do you like the concept of like sacrificing for your dreams and how many people? I would say don't either live by that or understand that. Like, do you believe in that in this day and age? Like, like what's like the, like how important is sacrificing for, for the goals and for the dreams and stuff? I a hundred percent believe in that. I feel like, you know, I've, I've had people ask me like, what is it, you know, that helps you, you know, you know, achieve some of these, uh, some of these goals and have some of these accomplishments. And it was like, without a doubt been sacrifice. You know, you have to be able to give something up. Like no one, nothing's going to be given to you for free. Right. Um, you have to be able to give something up to be able to, to get something. If the the greater the prize, the greater the sacrifice. You know, like there's, you know, for like, like for me, like just playing playing ball. It was it was really like a lot of it was just the time. You know, like I I, I basically didn't go back to Montreal. I'd go back for two weeks after the season, and then I'd do my training like yeah. back at school. And I'd be, you know, doing extra, you know, schoolwork, like, like back over there. When I was pro, I'd come back for, you know, two weeks, two, three weeks. And then I do, you know, all my training, like back, you know, like over there where I was locked in, I was getting everything I need to. And so as I, I would have loved to be able to spend more time with my friends, my family and, you know, do that. But, you know, I had, you know, a total different goal that I was, I was focused on, mm -hmm. you know, and so, um, and, and and everything in you know like in between like you have to you know uh and i think balance is also important um you know and i think that's sometimes where some of us like don't always aren't always the best at you know i, I know I, yeah. i've been 
I've fallen victim of it where, you know, I just put everything into that and you still want to be able to balance things, you know, balance things out. I know for me, like, you know, I have a family now, so, you know, my, you know, my, my daughter's six. And so I have to, you know, find a way and, you know, there's, there's definitely like guilt sometime with, you know, all the work that you put in, you know, that, you know, you're, you're doing this, obviously, you know, it's also for them, but, you know, you want to be able to, you know, be able to balance that out. And we, we don't always do a, a very good job of that, you know, as athletes, but definitely like when we're playing, because there's, you know, there's so much time that you want to put into it yeah. physically, you know, all the extra, you know, all, you know, all the extra hours into work, you know, like being strict diet, you know, just, you know, getting like extra, you know, all the extra sleep, you know, you're not doing know everything on the outside that could affect you know what's going to happen on the inside like on the court and you know in the locker room so uh the the sacrifices that that you need to make for that are you know like are are pretty significant and you know uh, some people don't don't understand it some people do um but that's what it takes like if you're gonna you know even have a chance to you know, be able to make it like, it's not just, you know, good enough to say like, Oh, I'm just talented enough to do this. Like you have yeah. to have talent. You have to work hard. You have to be able to, you know, sacrifice for, for what it is you, you want. You, you need a little bit of luck in there. Like also like there's so many things that go into it, but if you don't like put in the effort, you know, you, you can't like, if, if, you know, the basketball gods are looking at you and they're saying like, well, have you done everything you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Could you have done more? You know, if you're like, well, I, you know, I probably could have, you know, gone to sleep earlier and got more rest so I could be more better physically prepared, you know, as opposed to staying out like later thinking I could do both, you know, where um, it's, uh, you know, so you don't want to miss out on that on those other moments, too. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 that's part of it, though. Like, unfortunately, like like there's there's some things you're going to have to miss out on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things you're going to have to miss out on and, you know, not everyone could could deal with that. And the ones that that can, those are the ones that, you know, it, it, it helps um, uh, tremendously, I think, in terms of, uh, you know, having an opportunity to be successful. Yeah. And I feel like and I mean, this isn't just for sports. I, mean, I think this is that skill is transferable for anything. Right. Because I don't think people understand the concept of like of just that sacrifice and also balance and it's, it's all hard but like you have to give up something right if you want to be great at your craft or whatever it is right yeah like it's, yeah. it's, it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard thing to do but you know if, it's, if it was easy everybody would do it right yeah exactly you know and you, you can't do like like the, the bare minimum you see guys like they you know they 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 work out they do some individual work you know like like before uh you know but before practice like like whatever and then then they practice and then they're they're gone and then they don't do anything for like the rest of the day this is like or not even like let's take like the off season you know like like guys would you know they'll they'll lift their weights they'll um you know go on the court do some individuals and then you know maybe like like if there's a run they'll they'll play and like that'll be it Mm-hmm. You know, and so like there's like a small amount of hours of, of work really that's that's put in. And like uh, one of the biggest quotes uh, that, that I've been hearing about was, you know, like one of Kobe's old interviews. And, you know, he always talks about, you know, how much time you put in. And obviously he was like a manic, manic uh, you know, when, when it came to, you know, the, the work that he put in. He's, you know, obviously, you know, 
up there as you know the poster for uh, sacrificing for your goals, um, and not to say you have to be completely because when people talk about Mamba mentality, like no, it's, it's almost, and, and, and everyone talks about like, like they, they they have it like no like like he was very much different like he mm -hmm. was different, um, but it, it, it's about like look if, if you're putting in more hours so like okay like you you do your workout you know lift weights you know go on the court you know maybe play. If you're if you're doing some of that work earlier, then you have time to get you know more more sessions in yeah. at you know like later in the evening, and you know it's just saying like hey like I have this much time in the day, how much time am I putting into my craft and what I do, you know like you could you know just get by and be average if you're saying like okay like I just put like four hours in, you know and 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 that's it, but eventually like you just put in four hours like okay like maybe one day or something like that that's that's something but you know the guys that are putting in you know six seven eight like like those are the ones where like they're going to be able to start to separate from yeah. everyone and like like eventually like it, it it does happen where like you consistently do that and consistency is one of the biggest things i would say in terms of making and being successful as a professional you consistently do that where people are like this is what you're doing every single time that stuff all night you're, you're just you know putting in more equity into uh into yourself and uh it, it's it definitely pays off uh in the end and, and it's funny because i say the mambo mentality is unique to him not because you can't take stuff from it but i mean you hear the stories about he's training at three in the morning not everybody can do that you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it's it's, it's different. Like, like, like to get up in like three in the morning. I was like, like, ah, like I'm not like, like I'm not doing that. And like, I, I, you know, put in like a, well, a lot of work. But I get up at like six. Like, I've, mm -hmm. I've gone up at six, gone for a bike ride, and then uh, gone for you know, like done like twenty miles on the bike. You know, go 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 to a workout on on the field where I'm doing like agility and all this stuff, and then go to the weight room, then go like like get shots, and then maybe um, after later in the evening like play um and and maybe get like like another workout after that and like you you have you know so like there's a lot of you know stuff you do but like you know his, his stuff was you know like there's like three you know there's just small pockets where it's like 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 when do you really have time for like anything else and like you don't and that's like the type of commitment and sacrifice yeah. that you know you have some people make and you know i think like with him that's why i i, I know personally like one of the things I, I first said when he, you know, unfortunately passed was just like, man, like he, he just finished. And I say that because like you, you knew about all the stories and how much time he put into it. And obviously he had all the success, you know, from that, but you know, on the other side, and I see it as, you know, someone that has a family, like he, he had kids, you know, and he had, a, he had a wife and, you know, there was so much time that they weren't able to get, you know, from yeah, him because probably. of what he, what he put in. And now he was going to be able to finally get that, you know, so he put in all that sacrifice, did everything he was supposed to do. And then finally it's over. And now he can move on to this next chapter. And he has all this time, like that he's able to have with his family. You see like all that's just gone, yeah. you know, and it's, it's like, like that's one of the things it's like wow like you know like it's it's so unfortunate because i know his family was just like oh like there's finally more time yeah you can you know, reap the benefits that, of the that, family that, time that, at least now you, know, you, you can't that's the one thing like you, you can't take back time so you have to use it right you know you, you have to use it right and so like yes like like take the time to also like you know like like be around your family and, and do those type of things but you need to use that time where you're you're putting in as much work and maximizing 
all those hours that you can. You know, I, I you, you brought up something um, about sleep because <laughs> I got to ask this question, man. How do you professional athletes sleep on command the way you guys do? What is the trick? What is the secret? Because I know a few guys that's been in the league, whether it's NBA, NHL, whatever it is, and you guys have a habit of like being able to sleep almost on command. How do you guys do it? See, uh, like, I, I, like I think it's just like you, you're 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 in a routine. Like you're like if I'm always getting up at the same time every single every single day, and I'm I'm getting in like the same amount of sleep every single day. Like you're just programmed. So once it will like like once it comes to to that time, like I'm you know like, like you're going to sleep. So like I, I would go to like so before a game, like I I just know I'm I'm going to sleep like like early, like like regardless. I'm always going to sleep early. Like yeah. it's gonna be. You know like depend on who i'm playing like i know i've gone to sleep like i've said like look like 11 o'clock is my like my bedtime like i'm you know like 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 out um but it's you you you've just programmed yourself to always do it so like when once once that time comes like no like i'm that's it like like i'm gonna like, like i'm gonna go i'm gonna sleep and like i'm out like like a light like i'm you you're not waking me up or anything like that and so i think also because like you're also putting in so much work you know, physically and it's draining. And sometimes yeah. like as athletes, like we're able to still do like everything we have to do in the day, but like really like, like your body, like would, would really like some, you know, some sleep. Okay. So when it comes time to sleep, like it's easy to just, you know, for, for us to just go to sleep. Like I, I sleep like everywhere. I used to, like I put in so much extra work, like my first year in Miami because I wasn't playing. So there was so much, you know, they had me, you know, I come in, you know, like two hours early to, you know, get uh, extra work on the court. Then I have to do my individual sessions. Then I'd have to practice. Then I have to do stuff after. And so I'm doing all this extra work. And, and so like when, when we'd be traveling, cause like, even, even if on like game days, like I'm still doing all this extra work, like, like outside because I wasn't playing. Yeah. So I, my body was tired. And yeah. so, like, well, like, once you came, if there was a chance for me to sleep, like, I was on the plane, knocked out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, like, what happened. I'd, I had, I had a seat in the front, go right to sleep and just pass out because, like, my body's like, all right, we have a chance to, you know, recover, mm -hmm. and that, and and we'd, uh, we'd do that, that, you know. So I think physically, because you just kind of condition yourself, it's it's easy to, you know, to sleep. But I would say the the mental factor thing sometimes it's um, it works the other way around where it's it's hard to go to sleep and you you end up being up because like mentally you're thinking about so much stuff with the game. Um, you know that there are times where you know like like guys just you know like they like might just like have have difficulty sleeping. But I think because like you 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 know and your body knows like look I have to get this rest because I'm about to you know go through you know go through war over here. No, on on the court, um, you know, you, you just kind of condition yourself to do that, and and even the traveling and all that stuff. Like people underestimate the travel. Like it's a yeah, lot, man. You, like yeah, you 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 get used to it uh, for mm. sure. Like there's there's an adjustment uh, period. I know uh, my my rookie year there was. Uh, well, I think everyone does this uh, at some point. I'm I'm not sure where I was. I think I I might have been in in Atlanta. I just remember waking up. I didn't know what day it was. I didn't know what time it was. And I didn't know what city I was in. I didn't know where I was. I was like, what's what, 
what's going on? Where am I? What I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I'm checking the the, the address on the uh, That's on the telephone in the hotel because I was just like, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, what am I supposed to do? Like, where am I supposed to be? That's crazy because like it's just like this whirlwind, right? Yeah, and, you know, you're just traveling. You're going. You're bouncing around and so um you know and that, that's why you like you need to you know like like you know find a way to to be disciplined to have to have a routine um because that's what's going to help you you know kind of get Recover. through all that get yeah. through that grind you know and yeah. eight, 82 games it's a lot of games it's a lot of travel too so, a lot of yeah travel. you know like, like a, lot, a lot of a lot, a lot of travel you know that, that's 41 uh 41 games you that you're gonna have on the road so mm -hmm. you know that that's a lot of travel you flying jumping on a plane going here like right after the game you flying to the next city um you know and depending where you are like in miami like we're all the way at the bottom so, so everything all is... of our games were were were, were far. Yeah. yeah, like like if you're if you're uptown, like if you're in like Boston, like you know, it was like you know, two hours to Indiana, hour to New York, mm -hmm. you know, it was it, it was a lot easier to do that. But every trip for us was like a long trip, like long unless trip. we went to like uh Orlando. So um it's uh it, it was just some, something you you had to you know for find a way to uh uh to manage. So like a routine was was definitely finding finding the proper routine was was definitely big and then and then all you do is you know uh have the discipline to be consistent with it and and you're able to you manage your your body adjusts, you know, like you know, the human body is an amazing thing, it's able to adjust to so much and you you do that and you know you're good to go. And, and I asked that question too about sleep because like one of my friends, I remember um, was playing in, in one of the leagues. He was, he used to say like, yo, game day. He's like 12 o'clock, one o'clock. He's like, all right, you know, I'll catch you in a few hours. I'm going to sleep. And I'm like, yo, how do you, every time at 12 o'clock, you can go, you know, your game might not be three days in, but every time when it's a game day, you can go to bed at like noon, 1230, oh. get hours. Oh yeah. No, the, the, oh, okay. Like that, the, the, that's easy. Like, like, cause like the, you're prone cause you know what you have to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if you don't get this sleep, like you're not going to perform as well. Like mm -hmm. I've, I never took naps like ever, like really in my life, except for maybe when I was a child, yeah. you know, an infant. <laughs> and then, but like when it came to like, especially like when I got to the league, like, except for probably my first, first NBA game, like first preseason game, I didn't sleep. I couldn't, I tried yeah, to, too I was just up. I was laying in bed, like wide awake. Like I'm about to like, like, like really, like have a, like an NBA. I'm about to play an NBA game. Mm -hmm. So, but like apart from that, like I I, I knew that I needed two hours. Mm -hmm. An hour and a half was like uh, it was kind of tight. But if I had two hours, I was good. If I got more, great. So I knew like I would time everything. I had my schedule, and I said, look, by like you know we, we after we finished lunch, I know I have to be sleep by one. Because one to three, then I get up at three, so I get ready. You know, I might have like a four o'clock buster or whatever to, mm -hmm. to go to the game. But I knew like that—that that is my period of time, and no, no one and nothing could disturb that. You know, and then that's the thing where you're you're disciplined. You know, like I don't like no, like not you're not going to be able to reach me. Like like yeah. like one to three, like like don't even try to call. You're not going to get me. Like don't ask me to like do anything. Like um, and it's just like the discipline to. It's the, that's really what it comes down to, like the discipline to be able to do that. You know, I've had friends that have come into town and, you know, like some friends, like, like, you know, like when, when, when I'm playing and I have a game, I was like, look, I'm, I'm not I'm, much as I've loved like hanging out with you. And we may have been hanging out before. Like, no, it's game time. Like y'all go ahead and do like whatever you have to do, but like, don't like, don't even come like, well, I mean, my room's going to be closed. Like I'm, yeah. I need this time. Like that's, that's what it is. Or I need to sleep the game. at this time. Like, yeah. You know, so it's uh it's just about being a professional like like that's you know that that's what it is
And, and I, you know, I know how it was back in the day. Like, you know, we had few and far, you know, NBA players from Montreal. And now you're seeing, you know, Chris Boucher, you're seeing Dort, you're seeing Benny Mather, like to call him, Benedict Matherin. <laughs> you know, from what from what you can see, like what what do you see in them that makes you think that these guys and, you know, maybe the, the future coming up, they're going to be good, if not great veterans in the league or even better? Oh, like, like one, the fact that there's so many, so many of them now, like from our city, well, so many more like now from our city. So we're starting to build, and this is what I want, like for us to start to build like a culture within our mm -hmm. city where like we've, we've always had, um, you know, like some really good ballplayers come out of our city, mm -hmm. but like one, they all are pretty much cut from the same cloth, like Ben, Lou, Chris, Kem, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're all like, like very like tough um you know tough-minded uh you know montreal we're definitely like more of an underdog city where you know we've had to overcome you know you know a lot like outside of like ben is really like the first and but he still comes from that same toughness like you see how he is he's tough he's mentally like tough because what he's able to do like his confidence level is high. you know is so high and like he's playing at such a high level right now but you know he's like the most talented offensive player that you know we we've really had to 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 go into into that level most of the guys like they we all like you know started off you know like like defensively was you know like our calling point like you know, i was defensive play like sam uh was you know uh very strong defensively yeah. me him uh chris say was defensive player of the year in mm -hmm. uh in oregon in the g league lou is like, like a great defensive player like in in league like all these guys like we started off like that so you have to have like certain toughness and grit you know to be able to do that and that's what like montreal like ball players have have always brought mm -hmm. and so you're just seeing more of that and now you're also seeing like them be successful at a higher at a higher level and we're, we're starting to hit you know we have a bit of a turning point where like more and more players now are coming out there and are getting also more opportunities outside of the city. Yeah. You know, it's about, you know, you, you know, going to, you know, get an opportunity to play. Like if they have to go to, to a prep school, if they have to go to division one, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and getting those opportunities to go to some high level schools and perform, you yeah. know? And so, um, from know, an earlier age they, too, right? Yeah. The, like from an earlier age, but like that, they, they have like that foundation laid out where, you know, like things weren't easy in, in Montreal for, for them growing up and like just how you have other other cities that, you know, they, they they're they're built, you know, they're, they're built pretty tough in terms of how, you know, because of their their background, their environment, but also like the style of play that that, that you'd have like in Montreal is a lot physical. It's a lot more, you know, like we're not it's not a like pretty, you know, basketball type you know, like, like type of city. It's, it, it's oh. tough. It's, you know, like it, it's, it's going to test you. And, um, you know, the, just how you have like all, all those players, you know, that, that we've mentioned, like, like they've all had to, you know, almost, you know, it, it wasn't just handed to them, you yeah. know, like they, they didn't just come in through, you know, through the front door. Like I say, most of the time they have to, you know, like go through the kitchen or, or whatever to, to be able to, to actually get into the party. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, and that's why I said like Ben is like like one of the few where like now you also have someone that's like you know he's a top you know he he what went six in yeah, uh the in the draft, you know so it's like you 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 have a top ten 
you know, pick that's that, that's coming in, that's doing all this stuff, uh, you know, like offensively now. And also, you know, he has like the, 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 the toughness from our city, like that same grit. Like he's, you know, he, he's, he's going to be great. Like just, just like all those other guys are having, you know, great, uh, great careers right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, what you're seeing right now is like, uh, and, and, and all of that is also inspiring to everyone else coming up. And sure. now also you're seeing now where it's like, oh, I could do this. Mm-hmm. He's doing it. Like this is this is realistic. Like when I was coming out, I was like, this wasn't realistic. I didn't even know if I go to division one. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was just, you know, I was just trying to figure things out. I said I knew I wanted to, you know, take basketball a certain level, but like there weren't as many people to really to to to, to look at for me all that before. Yeah. You know, so like I was fortunate I had like some of like the OGs, like for, for me, like like that they weren't playing at the time though, you know, like mm-hmm. so I had, like Trevor Williams and Ray, Wayne Yearwood, right, you know, Dwight Walton. Like I had like all these different guys that you know, I was able to kind of talk to and, you know, they kind of helped me, you know, all along the way and helped guide me, you know, to where I needed to go. But I wasn't seeing it from, yeah. you know, anyone, anyone over there now. Like these guys are seeing it. Like these guys are, you know, playing high level in division one. They're playing, you know, playing in the NBA. They're starting on teams. They're like, you know, like have having a big a- impact on their those franchises. Like that's, um, you know what well, what it's really about and what we're seeing now uh develop so you know the future is bright for uh the, the montreal ball players that are uh that are coming out yeah i mean in canadian ballers overall but i know the, the focus on montreal not not just because where, where we're from but you know they they don't you know like you're always hearing about the toronto the, the cast coming from toronto and stuff which is awesome and i love it but it's, yeah. it's a it's a special place when you're like oh wow benny Mathis from you know yeah, yeah, no, no, it's definitely, it's, uh, you know, just, just like he we talked about. He knows the subway lines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's a sense of pride. Like, like that's mm-hmm. why, you know, like, you, you have that expos fitted on. Like, it's a sense of pride, you know, from where you're from. And you're very proud of, like, the people that come from there. And, you know, so, like, when people are able to have success, and I think that's what's important. Like, like you're happy for the success that people, you know, have had because they've gone somewhere and represented, you know, like their city. You say, oh, like, he's from Montreal and he did this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he was able to do that. And, like, like that's, you know, what I say. It's inspiring for, like, the younger generation. That's yeah. what's going to help, you know, kind of uplift everyone, um, you know, and, and, and raise the level, you know. Like, like, these guys are raising the bar right now where, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, you're just trying to, like, you know, make it to like maybe a high level D one, like like back in the day, like that would have been like the pinnacle where you're like, oh wow, like he played at you know a big D one school and like did well. Like no, like now it's it's not even like oh like they're playing professional. Like no, like well, to the NBA, like you can get you know become a lottery pick. You know, you know to be and and not to like put pressure, but like like to to, to really have a huge impact, you know, on, on you know on, on on a franchise in the NBA, to have an impact in the league, like that's uh, you know, like like that that's really a high high setting from where we were, you know, like fifteen years ago. Yeah, which is which is wild, and they can still pick your brain for advice in terms of being a champion, hard work, all that stuff as well, because you you've been yeah. through the you've been through the wars too. Yeah, it's about everyone being together, you know. Yeah. And um, I think um, Montreal at times like we're we're very separated. 
Um, you know that, that I think that that's that, that's one of the truths that I don't know if everyone wants to talk about, but like mm-hmm. at times, like things are very separated, very distant, and it's about finding a way to unite. You know, all of that together. You know, that's one of the reasons I love like the name of our team, like the Alliance. Yeah. You know, because like we want to be able to kind of unite. It's something that I'd I'd love to be able to have where we have more unity within our basketball community. And, you know, that, that's why it's great to, like, have some of those guys, like, come support, you know, like, yeah. you know, Lou and Chris, you know, came to a game. Ben was over there, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, that they, they know some of the guys that, that you know, that, that, are, that are on the team. And just, you know, to have a culture that's more more united where we could all, like, talk about things. Like, like yeah. I, I knew Kem, like, when, when Kem was in high school, he was just leaving high school, like, going into going into college. And I've yeah. gotten, gotten to know, know him and his, his mom and, you know. And, and get a chance to you know like, like, like talk to him through the, throughout his process and that's why like and after like you're to see like what he's done and you know like it's you know as much as it's inspiring for like all those uh, youths that are able to see him you know have you know ha- have that type of success for like me as an older player like i'm like so proud to like see like uh, another you know like my montrealer you know like yeah. do well and, and 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 come up the the ranks and that's why you know so proud for uh, all of those uh all those guys right now because they're representing our city you know? i love that man i love that now you know you've gotten some chips you know in your time in the league you know, so you know, just watching this the 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 NBA so far this this season is probably one of the last questions I'll ask. But like, w- you know what it feels like, you know what it smells like, you know what the vibe is like. So, what team are you are you seeing right now? I know it's still early. You know, we're we're in December. It's still early, right? Right. But right. but what team are you seeing, or teams that you're seeing right now that's giving you that 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 old feeling, that familiar feeling? <laughs> uh, I don't know, like like I, I like Boston. Boston, I think, is playing at a, a real high level, and it's crazy because, like, with everything that they've uh, endured, you know, that 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 they've dealt with, like, they've changed from, you know, and they're they're already trending up, right? They're they're already trending up, um, you know, from the last couple of years, like like Ime did did a great job, like, with those teams in terms of helping them improve, um, but it, and it's been crazy to 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 see, um, you know, that that they've, you know. Everything has stayed, you know, very solid. They've been able to still play well. There hasn't been like too much distraction with uh, all all of that uh, happening. So uh, I'm definitely uh, like, like Boston is definitely a team. I think Milwaukee's always been like consistent with what they're doing, and I think they're you know playing extremely well. Um, you know, those are you know the, the, there's a couple of teams that you know you, you don't know if they're like really quite there yet. Like I think like like Boston hasn't like like won it recently, but I feel that because they, they've been to the finals that they're they 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 have enough experience that they can, you know, like kind of take it to, you know, to to that level where they're able to overcome and like win a championship. Like they're uh, I, I think, you know, like good enough. Milwaukee has already been there. Yeah. And that's always a like huge advantage. And they're already playing at like a very high level, mm-hmm. which right now the like like to me, like Milwaukee's in a really good, you know, like situation where they're playing at a very high level. They're able to, you know, they 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 know what it takes to to, to get there. They have enough guys over there that, that know what it takes. And so it's just being, you know, it's just about staying the course, you know, staying the course and, you know, putting yourself a, a good position to uh uh, you know, uh, make it to uh, make it to the playoffs, and uh, you know, you, you just you know you, you take care of try to take care of business. You know, once you're once you're there, 
Um, but the, like, like the, those are two teams that you know, teams, uh, yeah. you know, stand out. But like it's like, like I said, it, it's still early. You still have you know a, a lot of good teams like I was like like Denver is 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 really good. I really like them. Um, you know, Mike Malone, uh, he 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 actually was uh, an assistant with us in the national team. You know, mm-hmm. and and what was a big help, you know, for for us to to qualify for uh, for the worlds um, uh, back then. Um, but uh, you know his 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 team has you know done done extremely well, um, and they've they've been able to play like really good basketball. Um, obviously you know they they have a lot of talent like Jokic and yeah. uh, but there's still a lot more like Jamal and uh, all of them. So uh, you know I like them as well. But yeah, you you have a couple of teams, but you know we still we still have to see Sorry. you know like like once we get uh, closer to the break. Uh, I think that, that that's when you can really uh, uh, start to see kind of how, you know, how things are going to shape up. But, you know, like the, those two definitely, I, I think, are, um, you know, with Boston, Milwaukee, I think they're really ready. Um, you know, they're like, like they're, their sights are very much, I think most of the top team sites are on, you know, like the finals and everything. But those two are a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit ahead. But, yeah, know, and it's, like and I said, it's... And- uh, it's it's early now and it's still early yeah because we haven't gotten to the all-star break yet but yeah, what but yeah. when you're in the playoffs how how important is is a case of especially with boston and milwaukee because of the way it's looking like boston's really trying to get home court advantage throughout the whole playoffs whereas milwaukee mm-hmm. is wanted they want to make sure everybody's healthy you know and they're playing at the yeah. right speed for you which one is more important Oh, uh, like Milwaukee saying that they want to uh, have everyone healthy and play, you know, be playing their best basketball. That's the most important thing. Like like home court, like, yeah, you're going to fight for home court. And, you know, it, it's great to have. But, you know, fact of the matter is, like, you need to win on the road to, like, be able win. to, you know, win a series. Like, you have to be able to win on the road to win the series. So, like, it doesn't matter now. Being healthy, that matters a lot. You know, yeah. you could look at, like, the last, like, I don't know, like eight NBA championships and like health was like a factor in shifting like it literally going one way or another like you you go through like all those chips and like you have like one injury and we, we have a different champion and so uh so so health is is always uh like, like one of the major things that you know the teams that are trying to win it like that's all they want health and like make sure that they're playing their best basketball once the playoff starts that's why, like the regular season, it's like you're you're, you're gearing up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gearing up. You're sharpening your blade. You know, like this is you know getting ready to you know for 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 what's to come, and that's that that's the biggest thing. You're preparing yourself for that. Why you know, that? you're not like the regular season isn't your like be all end all. It's not like okay, you put everything into this regular season, and then you get to the playoffs, and like okay, like we're just here, and like we're gonna continue on. Like no, you're preparing for the playoffs. So everything that you do right now in the regular season, that's getting you ready, you know, for that. And uh, I think um, you know that, that that's definitely the like like the uh, great approach, you know, to 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 be thinking about okay, like we want guys, you know, healthy, and a, a lot of teams obviously like think like that, you know, just wanted to make sure, um, and not to say like Boston isn't. Um, but you know, you you want to be able to, you know, have guys healthy and playing your best basketball once the playoff starts. That's, you know, key because you you can't can't win <laughs> without doing that. It's funny. I, I you brought up a great point and, and while you're saying this, it just it popped in my head. I kind of bring it up. But um 
but 20, you know, like you, you're, you're talking about the last eight years or 10 years, usually, you know, and, it, and it, you're right, though, throughout history, even when I was, I was, a, I was a, a big Laker fan back in the day when they had a chance to repeat back in 89 and Magic and Byron goes out and the Pistons sweep, right? And there's always an injury right. that always, you know, like you can even see the Raptors, like when uh, when they won and, you know, and people can argue that like, you know, KD getting hurt and Clay getting hurt changed everything, but, you know, it's, it's a war of attrition yeah. as well. But 2017, it was one of the most anticipated series I was waiting to watch. And then Kawhi went down when he was with the Spurs, one of his last years with the Spurs. You was on yeah. that team. How, yeah. Like, did you guys feel like you were playing at that yeah. moment? Because because honestly, jo Joel, like, that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen Kawhi play ever. And I was yeah. like, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to win, but it's going to be a hell of a time because I thought you guys were, were like, you uh, were ready. I think, like, for sure, like the championship would have came out of the West. It would have mm -hmm. been San Antonio or Golden State that year. Mm -hmm. Um, and like we're both like at that time we're both one and two, and we're just kind of interchanging like at different times of the season, mm -hmm. you know. And we're both just trying to get ready for you know like the playoffs. Very you know very very experienced and understanding, uh, good and understanding like what needed to be done. And you know the everyone on the team throughout the organization, you know, knew what it was. And so I think we were really, I was, it's funny because like, I, I just remember saying like, like we're really in a great position to like take this, like not just because of how we're playing, but also like once we got to the playoffs, um, you guys are, you know, rolling. when I was talking about like sharpening your blade, like you want to be tested. Like when you get to the playoffs, because you you have to you're gonna have to raise the level every single time. Yeah. And so we started off. We played Memphis in the first round, tough, banging around. You know, like it's physical. You know, grind house over there. Um. And so we we have that test pass. Move on to the next level. Play Houston. Mm -hmm. Now they're they're. they're you know, the, no one plays like the Warriors, but like they're as similar as you could get in the league. A lot of threes, fast switching everything. Um, you know, so so playing that style now, pass that test. But unfortunately, Tony Parker gets hurt first. That's Tony right. goes down. That's right. The quad, right? And and yeah. And so it was crazy because like Tony was someone he who understood like what time it was. Like when when the playoffs started. He was like his focus that like you could see, like his whole focus, demeanor changed, and his level like automatically went up. Went up, and and, you, you, and not everyone is able to like really just do that where you hit the switch, you know, because now that he he had been building up. It's not like he was you know slacking and then you know just turned mm -hmm. it on. Like he was building up and getting ready for this time, and now it's playoff time, and so he's like, all right, like now I'm you know like I've I've done everything I've had to do to get ready for this point and now I'm ready to go and he was playing at a you know much higher level and that that was helping us you know obviously like win all those uh all those games and obviously Kawhi was you know like he he, he had a M MVP caliber season yeah. and you know but but then we we go to Golden State and now we're saying like look like Golden State like really this is a great opportunity for us because even though like we're playing in Golden State cuz they have home court but Golden State throughout the playoffs, like they're playing at, at such a high level, like they were just sweeping everyone. Yeah. So they they, they sweep through the, the first two rounds. And you know, from fans, it's like, oh yeah, this is great. Like, like you know, they probably think like this is a great, you know, like the, the, this team's like gonna be ready to take it. And granted, they're playing well, but they haven't been tested. Mm 
-hmm. you know, so like, like you haven't been tested. So once they're playing against us and we're ready and, you know, like it's, it's going to be like, it's going to be an adjustment. And so that's why, like, we came out and like that first, you know, that that first game, like going into the, you know, where we're in the third and, and up 20 over there. It's you know like like they they just weren't ready for all that you yeah. know and so like obviously like it's just like we're gonna sweep them or anything like it was just you know it's it's just the third quarter of of, mm-hmm. of that game but still you know they definitely weren't you know like like weren't ready for that obviously they played us they knew exactly what it was but it's just there's and sometimes you don't even notice there's just a certain level that 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 gets that that gets raised and it's hard to like meet that unless you've gone through the battle and like been tested. You know, and mm-hmm. so uh, I think we're, we we were in a great situation to uh you know to be able to win. Obviously, you don't know; you have to play the games to find out. Yeah. You know, but we we definitely put ourselves in a great uh great situation, and you know it was just unfortunate that you know Kawhi had to go down like that. Um, because yeah. we, we still had an opportunity even after Tony went down, but like once Kawhi went down, like that was it. You know, was it was it. over. We, we just you know we didn't have enough. Yeah, because because uh, I mean I think you guys would have won game one for sure, and who knows after that? Like you know, I I still yeah. you know Golden State was really tough, but you just you but don't we know. Right? What we're, but we did what we're supposed to do. Like yeah. you're you're starting the series on the road. Like you just like we just need one. We just need like, one. We, we just need one. Like if, if we got our one, like okay, cool. Like and now you you're playing with with the house money, so you're going to try to be greedy and great get two, mm-hmm. but. You know, like like everyone makes adjustments and everything, but going back to San Antonio, you know, uh, with the series one uh, one, yeah, and yeah. you have two games at home, like like you feel you know way better about that. But like I said, like there's no there's no guarantees. You definitely have to, you know, win, uh, you know, play the games and and, and see what happens. But you no, know, it was it was a great opportunity that injuries, you know, yeah. it, uh, it it changed the whole course of it. It play it plays a part. Now, here's my last question I want to ask before we wrap this up. Well, I got two. I got well, the last one will be quick, but the, but mm-hmm. you know, I want to take a full circle because we're talking about the World Cup. We're talking about you know Team Canada soccer. You know, I, I'm looking over your shoulder and seeing that 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 Team Canada jersey, right? And I'll try to be politically yeah. correct here, <laughs> but but, right. but we're we're you know because I always felt like you know, especially when it came to this decade, especially the middle of the decade. You know, my wish and my thing is that I would I would like to see where, you know, you know, when the Olympics come up or the World Cups come up, especially the Olympics, that when U.S. is meddling, you know, we're taking one of those podiums. Like, Mm -hmm. where do you think what do we have to do to make sure that the next Olympics 2024, 2028, you know, we're now taking a step on that podium and grabbing medals, too? Oh, it's tough right now. Like, uh, yeah, like we have the talent. And like, even though now we have the talent, remember, like we have the talent because like the rest of the world has gotten like also more talented. Yeah. So like the other teams are also, you know, like like better too. I, I think what well, what's tough for us, um, and some people don't talk about often, like in North America, because we're playing one style of basketball, and so now you're switching off to like a different, a complete different style. And so unless you have like extreme talent, where like the U.S. does. Mm-hmm. And like even with them, it, it's it hasn't been a cakewalk through yeah. you know through 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 like playing all these games you know and so then they've had like their teams composed of nothing but like mostly like Hall of Famers and like some All Stars mm-hmm. you know so it's 
and and they've only been playing like that in North American style of basketball. And so it's hard to make the adjustment, you know, to to playing FIBA basketball. Whereas, you know, all those other teams that 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 we're playing against, like they're they're basically playing like just one style of basketball. Like they're all used to it. So it's not that they've been playing together. You know, people talk about they've been playing together. Yeah, some of those teams, like they just kind of put them together, but they've all been playing the same style. Wow. So so now when they get to international competition, it's like, you know, it's just like riding a bike for them. Whereas we, you know, have to make, you know, like a bunch of different adjustments. And I think that like that, that's one thing that that's, that affects us that, you know, there's some things you're just not going to really be able to uh, get over. And I think it's, what's going to take is just more experience playing internationally. And so you need time and games to be able to get that experience. And so um, I think it will be a little easier, but it's, it doesn't compare because, the the one thing if you get players from from the NBA like they're only going to be playing like in the summertime you know yeah. so that's the only time they get their international experience like I played internationally um you know for the national team for a you know a bunch of summers like throughout my career I didn't have to see like a big change until I played one season in Argentina and then there was like a automatic adjustment because I've been playing months of the same style of basketball yeah. You know, and so I, I, I think that that's something that's uh that, that you have to take into consideration. So for some of it, it might take a, a bit more time. There's definitely the talent there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have to add like a little bit more. Um, um, you know, we don't have. I think we had some bigs that were hurt, uh, before, but like uh, j- just to be able to have like a complete team of really our most talented, like top to bottom, mm-hmm. um, available. And then, you know, everyone just the same goal, you know, similar to the U.S. where it's like, look, like we're, we're just going to, you know, like like we're doing this together. Like it, it doesn't matter, you know, like, like you can't think of ego. You can't think of anything else. And not to say like this is the, this is what it is, but, you yeah. know, just the idea that you're here for this collective, like, you know, to to be able to, you know, to be able to win and, you know, to to, to reach that podium. You know, and so, and that's the only thing that matters. Like all those other teams, that's what they're playing for. They're playing for their pride. They are together. Like it is like, that's what it's, what it's about. And so uh, I feel that that's uh, something that, that factors in um, to, you know, having, you know, having success at that international level. Cause like they're very passionate um, uh, about the game and, you know, they, they have an intensity and that increases as you, you know, go deeper in in those tournaments that you know we definitely have to make sure we uh we match yeah no which 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 makes sense which makes sense uh my my final question um you know i know you know the cbl is still in its you know younger stages you know so i don't know if you guys have throwback nights but you know there used to be when i was younger there used to be a a a montreal basketball team i swear to god it would call the montreal machine do i have that correct yeah, the, there was there there was a couple. There's the machine, uh, the jazz, the jazz. Oh um, my god, the jazz. Yeah, I forgot about that. The, the the Cubs. Um, yeah, the the, the there's there's a couple of teams. I, I think the wait, the machine or was it the dragons? It might have been the dragons. Because yeah, I, I wanted yeah. to see if you know there's 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 like a there's a night where you guys do a throwback and <laughs> you have that maroon jersey back in business for one game. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's a different league, so like I'm, I'm not probably sure, not. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, probably, probably not. Um, yeah, the, you know, like it's regardless, like you know, the, 
we we've had some some teams like in our in our history in in our city's history, and uh, you know like like with our team like like the alliance like we're we're just looking to yeah. uh, you know can continue that history and, and just have something that that's going to be able to stay and that's going to be able to last um, that we'll continue to be able to build with the community continue uh, to build with. And, you know, like that's really an obviously like to, to be able to have success and, you know, win games and everything. But, um, you know, want to be able to just uh, continue to grow, you know, continue to grow so that, um, you know, this is something that, you know, people will see. So instead of saying, you know, like, remember that team that they used to have, yeah, you know, like it's well, remember when this team started. And look where it is now, yeah, now, you know, so like 10, you know, 20 years down the line, it's, yeah, like, this is where, where it started. And now, like, like, look where it is. And, you know, to, to be able to have some uh, longevity, uh, I think is, uh, is obviously, you know, huge. No, I appreciate that, man. But look, brother, listen, man, thank you, you know, for, for doing this, for hopping on the Ave and, you know, and, and doing all that you do, man, and, and, and laying these pipelines, you know, continue it further with the, the community, with Montreal, with Canada overall, you, 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 you yes, do it, you're doing your thing. And, so I appreciate you for, for hopping on, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um, we're all uh, a part of, uh, you know, part of part of one collective in, in our basketball community. So, you know, it's about, you know, finding different ways to be able to fit in and, and, and contribute, you know, um, you know, you being from Montreal, like having this podcast and this this type of platform, like this is, you know, this is stuff that's that's important too. you know, there's uh you know, it's all about everyone just finding a way to, you know, like, like I said, like help, you know, help, help the collective, you know, you're doing it for, for the community, for the culture. You know, so, yeah, man. Um, you know, just, just happy to be a part of it, man. No, nah, man, hundred so. percent. And, and anytime you're welcome, you're welcome back anytime. And, you know, next time I'll ask you a soccer question. We got away with that. But <laughs> next time, next time I'll ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we could definitely, we could definitely jump into that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the first episode of the new year for the Av Podcast. I'm grateful and I appreciate you and your ears for showing love. Special thanks and shout outs to Mr. Joel Anthony for coming on the Av and sharing his recent journey, entering a new phase of his basketball career, uh, just reflecting on parts of his NBA career and what it took for him to get there and everything else in between. I appreciate the support from you. If you haven't done it yet, hit the like and subscribe button. Rate, review, The Av, as well as all the shows for South Sharav Radio. And check out my website for my extensive catalog over at SouthSharav.com. Once again, that's SouthSharav.com. For Joel Anthony, my name is Cal C. And you just tuned into the latest episode of The Av Podcast on South Sharav Radio. All right, until next week, peace. We out. Once again, Happy New Year. Start the year off right. Let's go.